don't know if y'all know what's about to happen. But we've been hearing a whole lot of talk, man. All these motherfuckers talking about they hot. Sorry about that. So weird, weird start today. Um, yeah, a couple of technical difficulties, but we up in this thing. You got me, your girl on the board here, coming to you with a very special Thursday episode of Awkward Menage. And my host, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Yo, 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 motherfucking yo. If y'all yo. don't know, it's that nigga. Mr. J's Mike, Mr. All World, King Jane, he's called the Prime with Savior the St. Mary. Let's get it. What's happening? Yeah. What up, though? How's your week been going hey, so man. far? Oh, everything cool. You know, we ain't tripping. You know, in the uh, hey, in hey. the spirit of our topic today, the law of attraction. It's all good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Shit, it's man. all good. That's what the fuck. We ain't I'm putting nothing but positive about. energy in the air. You <laughs> And speaking of, yeah, positive vibes going in, positive vibes coming out. And we do have a guest to speak with us today in regards to the topic, Uh, Mr. King Lotus from Detroit. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir, and uh, just give us a little bit of information about you and what it is that you do. Hey, thank you. Yes, this is Lotus. a lot of people refer to me as an energy empath. Um, I really deal with the metaphysical and holistic healing. Um, a lot of what's been going on around just locally, I've just been called to really aid people in uncovering their divine gifts that really just means drinking your energy right. You know, a lot of us are experiencing this energy awakening, this spiritual awakening. And we're just trying to, you know, connect back with our roots, our DNA, and everything that just mm-hmm. empowers ourselves, you know, and that's really, isn't that really what the heart of law of attraction is, like you said, <laughs> being positive out. That's a lot of what I do, you know, when we're meeting resistances with that, you know, how do we get back into um, getting around those blockages so we can start manifesting what we want in our lives. Right, right, okay, okay. That's what's up. You know. I like that. I like that a lot. You said you were a coach. All right, so, you so you're going to be a – go ahead. My bad. So you're saying you're a coach. You help people get there together. That's to help people figure this out. Yeah, I mean, you know, energy is in everything we do. So, I mean, it's a yes. all walks of life, you know. And it cannot I mean, be things. destroyed. <laughs> it can only be yes, transferred. Exactly. <laughs> that's that because I think that's one of the most important things we got to remember is, like, when we put our antenna out there, whether it's just something as simple as uh, manifesting, getting our thoughts right, or just doing, like, uh, candle work, stuff like that, then we don't be ready for that energy coming back. You know, like it don't yeah. get destroyed. Something happens to it, so it's putting out negative intent. Hey, it's gonna come back. It's we back gotta be mindful of that energy we create and 
real. Right. So mm-hmm. that love, is very that true. Stuff. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if Nicole is going to join us this evening. Um, she's a chat, but if not, that is cool anyway. So let's go ahead and get into it. So what is what is the law of attraction? I know. Let me start here. I was given some books, audio books to listen to. I listened to the the power of concentration. And then okay. thought vibration and the law of attraction in the thought world. And then a customer at my job told me about the secret, so I also listened to that. And then I gave those books to James. I don't know if he's <laughs> been able to listen to any of them. Um, I've, been, I've actually yeah, been listening so to the law of attraction. <laughs> okay, okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, what, what's yet, your... But I'm on that one. <laughs> Okay, so pretty much my understanding. Well, let me get you back. What's you guys' understanding of the law of attraction? And James, since you are kind of new to this with me, I'm gonna ask you to go first and give us what what you what you took from the audio books that I shared with you and that you're listening to. Well, the law of attraction. What I took from it is, I mean, I I believe it's the basic gist of it is. Is is it's just like Lotus said. It's your thoughts, you know, being able to control your thoughts and understanding that, <clears throat> understanding that these thoughts have real power. You know what I'm saying? Something as little as saying, "Oh, I might make it," is is a totally different. Mm-hmm. Like the energy, it's like the universe doesn't know any difference. Like, and that's right. what I'm learning. And it's like, you know, like you have to be specific. You have to, you have to be specific. I should I meant to say that first. I meant to say my little joke first. You have to be specific. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're not specific, if you're not specific, you might not land. You might not Atlantic on your on your exact you know destination. But yeah, no. Okay, I feel you. Yeah, I've 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 learned that too. And you know what's wild though is that I've always known this. But I've never just had it really broken down. Um, and I can always use that concept on, like, smaller things. But when it comes to grander things in my life, um, it's right. been hard. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing that I've learned about the law of attraction is it's not just the good thoughts that we have that be, that manifest. Yeah. It's, it's the negative thoughts. And it's not just mm-hmm. the negative thoughts where you're saying, oh, um, this or oh, this is gonna happen. Is when you consistently think about what's not, what you don't want to happen. Then you know yeah, right. you get what you don't want to happen. Um, yeah. So it was that one and the the feeling part of it all. I've been living my last few years of my life trying not to feel anything, <laughs> and I see now that maybe that's you know the wrong way to do it. I just have to learn to. Control the feelings and control the emotions, but still feel, you know. So yeah. That's, that's me. Yeah, I'm in that space. No, that's, I, I like that you said that um, we are manifesting, like when we think of law of attraction, we're usually just thinking of, oh, this is something, just this one positive thing or uh, things that come to mind, just like a vision board or just, you know, any of that stuff. But that it's not a right. switch you put on. It's just something that's always going, you know. <laughs> right. That's right. I think that's so. That's that's so key, you know. Um, 
one of the things is uh, it makes me think of a lot of attraction. Like when I was um, when I was younger, I remember trying to. Uh, what was I? I was probably in my teens back when like the N64 was out. And you know how they had those little like contests in magazines and stuff like back when they was still like actually selling like the game informers and stuff like that. I remember being there being this contest scenario and you could win Star Fox and N64. And I remember thinking like to myself like you know when kids we have nothing but passion and enthusiasm even if it's like naive or misplaced. And I remember trying to like uh, get that N64 and just send it in for that. And I was putting all that energy on that you know like praying every night. And it was funny because when that thing didn't come to me, I'm like, well, why didn't it work? I believe, I believe, I believe, you know. And I I think the thing that's so important about law of attraction is it's also important that the thing that we're putting our energy into, it also has to be focused on our authentic worth and our authentic desires as well. You know, it has to be something that our spirit really needs in order to manifest that too. (laughs) So it's a lot. Right, right, right. And I feel like, and and you know what? I, I met a Buddhist man um, in Detroit. Okay. He was speaking to a group of dudes in my mom's apartment complex. You know, it was a weed man. So I was just dudes just standing up there talking. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in the right place, right time, though, because he was talking about how it's not enough to just believe and it's not enough to just have faith because when you believe and you have faith, you're still saying there's that certain level of doubt. Um, you have to kind of pretty much just know what you know, I guess. But um, yeah, he, he's yeah. <laughs> he's like, just know. Why would you tell yourself you believe? Just you tell yourself this is what it is. This is how it's gonna be, and that is exactly what will be. Yeah, um, that's what that's what. Yeah, yeah. That was, what's it, you gotta be Pacific. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with that one. Uh, but we have <laughs> our final guest on the line today. Um, her name is Nicole, and she's going to go ahead and introduce herself. Go ahead, Nicole, one second, and now you may speak, ma'am. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's a three way. Hey y'all. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> hey. But I think you want to introduce yourself. Um, I don't know who that was. Anything anything about you? Oh, something about me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am a Detroiter. A Detroiter, born and raised. Um, and nice. I moved away about two years ago. And I never looked back. I never looked back, but I did visit. I have visited. Love the culture. I miss you guys so much. And me, I live in Florida. (laughs) Cool. All right. All right. Sweet, sweet. So do you want to go ahead? We were just telling, you know, what we know so far of the law of attraction. Do you want to give the people your take? Sure. Um, so what I believe it to be when you make when your when your mind can produce positive thoughts and it produces positive thoughts on a regular basis, it brings those types of experiences to you. When you are thinking negatively, when you're thinking that everything is against you, the universe is against you, it it will throw everything it has at you until you realize 
you know, negative, but it, it attracts the same thing. And you're angry inside, and you can't be light. Like your your face dulls, your light, your your eyes dull. People around you are fucking mm-hmm. sickening. They make you fucking sick. <laughs> they make you physically sick. And you know you live yeah. that life, and you you really think that that's life. It's not life. It's not life. And you can change your it's mindset. Mm-hmm. So, so that's nice. yeah, I'm glad you said that because yeah. Those vampires are out there. Oh my God! It's like you will, no, really, they will it's, suck it's the you, life out of you. It's, and you it will, is you, yeah, but it's yeah. you. You allow it to happen. Yeah. Yep. I think it's more so yeah. you're feeling like that inside, and it it yeah. it comes out in the people. Yeah, and you know what? People always say that you attract what you are, so. Yes, you're. Yeah, I could see that. I and that's part of the law of attraction that those thoughts yeah. manifest themselves that's, in the people that you meet, the situations that you're in, the circumstances that you're in. Like it all manifests itself. And it all is based on perspective because we could be looking at the same event, going through the same shit. However, if I see the bright of it, if I see the future from it. Mm-hmm. I can get out of it a lot quicker than someone who's like, oh, God. Right. 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 Like, on the bad side of it all. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. live in it when you're on the bad side of it. You live in it every minute. You can't be past it. I know one thing. I can say this true. about the law of attraction. The law of attraction mm-hmm. also made me, the, the law of attraction, it took me back to that one conversation that we had about, uh, about black culture and about black people as far as how they took the Bible and they flipped it and made they and they had to use it for their power. I learned that the uh-huh. law of attraction, a lot of the law of attraction is also scripture. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's mm-hmm. scripture in the Bible that says, yes. as a man thinketh, yes. it's, right, it's so, like, yeah. it's so much of that stuff yeah. is scripture. So much of that stuff is scripture. And it's like, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, but again, that's how and when they got what? the Bible, they flipped it. Our... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And we're gonna have our episode on that next week. Hopefully, we can pull it together by next week. But um, yeah, and that's one of my biggest things with religion, though, is that they don't teach people to find themselves. They don't teach people that when you find your mind and you align your mind, your body, and your soul, you find God because you are God. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't teach people that. They teach them that you have to look outside of yourself and find this other thing out here to make you mm-hmm. happy and find your peace and, and find your joy. And that's, people, that's like not the case at all. You right. You tell me if you can't go Hello. I'm Hello? sorry. Are you are you yeah, breaking up? Honestly. I heard a little fade out somewhere. Somebody had a fade yeah, out I'm somewhere. I'm in the boonies, mm-hmm. you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So yeah, okay, okay. So um. But no. How? Yeah, I think that does. Go ahead. Up, uh, uh, there are a lot of different. I'm sorry. There are a lot of different. Uh, examples of how like what law of attraction is like what is that you know when we talk about so many different things you know it's like you said it's the scriptures it's 
when you know, when I talk to people, you know, you have to take in every form of the energy as it presents itself. It's it's the affirmations, it's the prayers, it's the candle work, it's the root work, it's it's anything that allows you to focus your energy of what your thoughts are, your third eye on manifesting mm-hmm. that thing that's still just a thought, that's immaterial, that's intangible into the reality. Because, you know, mm-hmm. reality is the, yeah. the last thing that comes. It's the most physical thing, so that's the one that takes the longest. So everything up to that point, when we're trying, when we're dealing with law of attraction, it's about creating the conditions before that physical thing manifests. So sometimes mm-hmm. when we wonder how long something takes, you know, why hasn't it come yet? Mm-hmm. It's like, are you there in your mind yet? You know, like, if you want to be right. whatever, that millionaire, that, that husband, right. that wife, you can if you're, see it, you're, yeah. you got to be it in your mind and first. See, you got to be that already right yep. in and, your mind first. And yes, you know? yes. And this is this is a good example for me. And this is why I say I can see it my, for myself on smaller things. I'm working towards doing it on grander scale things, but people have always been jealous because I get jobs easily. I'll I'll lose a job, quit a job, get fired, whatever the case may be. And then I'll say, hey, I'm going to have another job in two weeks. In two weeks, I have another job, but that's because I've already told myself, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. And then I do what the fuck I got to do to make it happen, you know? So it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. We just have to get out of our conditioned thinking that, it doesn't start with ourselves when truly it all begins with self. Ain't nothing on this world stronger than the focus drive. Yeah. So what yeah. you're saying, Robin, are any boards? So what would you say, I mean, with that being said, what would you uh, give examples of what kind of prevents us from manifesting or what do you think makes it take longer to keep us from manifesting? <laughs> Um, like, like I said, when I, I think it was a secret that, like I said, it, it pulled all the other two books together for me. Um, but they said that when we consistently think about what we don't want to happen, that's when we get the effects of what we don't want to happen. So I think, you know, we might, we might have those positive thoughts, but in the back of our mind, we're still thinking, well, I hope this doesn't happen, and I hope that doesn't happen. Okay. We just got to kind of learn to push those thoughts out all together and just say, this is what the fuck is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's you right. have to, you have to believe. I was so you have good. to believe in it unequivocally. Like, you have to believe, like, unequivocally, mm-hmm. like, without a doubt. Like, you have to almost... You have to be like overconfident in in yourself and yourself almost like that's mm-hmm. one of the things one of the right. things where well, at least right. I understand and it's just almost it's just like you like it's like ain't nothing it's like yo there's nothing that's gonna stop this like like literally mm-hmm. that's how you have to be with it you know what I'm saying it's like right. you gotta be like a straight killer with your shit like right right right. <laughs> And, you know, another concept was, you know, another concept we have is treat people the way that you want to be treated. And that was another big thing with the book was that just, you know, when you give love, that's when you receive love. So be the person out here that gives love and spreads love and just you have to have those feelings, but you have to learn to control them and just know that, you know, not everything is a, oh, I'm in love moment or, you know, not everything is a let me do 
go out of my way. It's, 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 it's not like that. Just, you know. It's all, you, you know wanna, what else yeah. it's almost like? You want to see other people be. Give what you want to get. Because that cycle, karma, I believe it, it goes round and round. It comes back to you. When you least expect it, that shit comes back to you every time. Yep, that reaping is so unseasoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reaping mm-hmm. what you sow. That's all, all scripture. Like, that's what, like, when I started learning this, it was like, dude, like, this shit is scripture. Like, a lot of this shit that I heard, yeah. a lot of this shit that I heard in church. You know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, I remember hearing this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? But like they put it, it's like it's like it's like, but but they put it in their perspective where it's you, it's inside of you. Mm-hmm. It's not always comes back to me. You know what I'm saying? Like right, it's inside right. of you. Like you don't have to. You don't. Right. Play. You. It's inside of you. You right. have, you have it. to affirm Who yourself. Who changed it? That's All what I tell people. It takes to create the I'm sorry, go, all the things go ahead. It took to create the universe, all the things, I said, Wu-Tang said it, all the things that it took to create the universe exist with inside you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Like, hey, you know what? Right. You know what? You see the little memes where they, where they compare, like, the the universe and things that we have into the universe and the the structure of the human body like the structure of a cell or the the structure of our DNA and how that resembles if you look at it under a microscope how closely that resembles the universe so we right. yeah, we are we are it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> we're it yes I, I think that's really people. when we have those things down that's really key too because. Like, as you said, I believe it starts to get really, really complex. Like when you said, it all starts with us. So sometimes we're believing in an attempt so deeply and we're wondering, like, okay, why hasn't this thing come to me yet? You know, have I really done the research on this thing? And sometimes there's really something much deeper going on. Like, again, you know, since it all starts with us, we're always manifesting what it is that we want. But let's say we're trying to manifest a healthy relationship in our lives. But what is it that you're really manifesting? Consciously, you're telling yourself, I want to manifest a good man, a good woman in my life. But in your heart, you're still, you've got all these, these toxic patterns, all these generational patterns from past relationships that might have you thinking that, hey, niggas ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. whichever is the strongest desire is the one that's going to win out. You might be telling yourself, like, that's hey, right. I want a good man. But if you've been hurt and you haven't consciously faced those traumas on your heart, you're in your heart. Right. The strongest desire that's winning that tug of war is niggas ain't shit. So mm-hmm. your spirit in the yep. universe is manifesting what it is that you think is the spirit that you want. That niggas right. ain't shit. So you know, get them you shit niggas, right? You know, so you keep the right. law of attraction. That's what's so, so powerful. That's a double-edged sword about law of attraction is once you start a cycle, once you start that pattern, your spirit reaffirms and confirms the thing that you keep saying that you want, mm-hmm. and that thing that you keep saying you want is the thing that you see. You keep bringing that back. It creates this right. loop, this infinite loop, and you got to break that cycle right, right. unless you're getting that thing yeah, that you want. Yeah, you know and that's why, that's why I tell people all the time, fuck everybody else. Love you. Start to love you. Learn to love you because when you love you, the right people will just they'll come along. They will come along. They'll fall in place, and and they'll you know, they can help you know. to make your make your life better. You know, 
And it's not yeah, even on a true. level of, of love, like not, not that type of love anyway, just, you know, in general, people have friendships, relationships, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, you'll get a whole different, whole different mm-hmm. level. Hell that's, yeah. that's that's what I said. Um, but yeah, let me let me um so I've been working on like I said, I listened to the power of concentration and I have been working on concentrating my thoughts. Um the big poem with that book was strengthening your will and just having stronger willpower so you can Kind of can better control the thoughts that you have and the things that happen in your life. So I've literally been, I, I took a week and I stared, I stared at a doorknob and just concentrated <laughs> on the doorknob. <laughs> but um, it, it helps because I have, I'm a scatterbrain. I have a lot of ideas. They come and go real quick. Um, so, Every time I found myself, you know, veering off into another thought, I was able to come back quicker every time because I was reminding myself that I had to focus on that damn boring-ass door now. (laughs) But I think that's a big big thing with the two people. We, We don't, we can't stay focused on shit. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to learn how to focus. Big time, big time. Um, and I think we, when we when we're able to focus, it would it makes it easier to to just concentrate those thoughts and just keep the positive flowing. Um, Bruce Lee always said, "You have to be like water. You know, you gotta let it flow. Just <laughs> flow and, and just be." <laughs> right. <laughs> So I take that with my thoughts, you know, certain thoughts, you just got to be like water and just let that shit flow. Just in one ear, out, out the other type shit. So, yeah. Anybody else find that to be true with, with focusing and trying to concentrate your thoughts and really focus your will and your desires on what it is that you want? I mean, you definitely hit me nail on the head there. Man, you you definitely have to bring focus to your intentions. That you that instantly makes me think of uh the power of candle work because I mean we could simply just have a thought and that don't get me wrong, that thought has a lot of power, a lot of energy, a lot of focus. That thought is a lot of times enough to do everything we need to do. But when we add focus, the reason we don't manifest quickly is because we don't really spend a lot of time focus on the things that we really want because our thoughts are really something that's behind the veil. We're not really looking at our thoughts. You know, we're kind of, we're, we're creatures of the physical. We're creatures of what we can mm-hmm. see, what we can plan, what we can strategize, all that mm-hmm. intuition stuff, all that feeling stuff, all that possibility. That's, that's for the birds, you know, that's how our society is. So right. sometimes when we get so busy doing for other people, going to work, taking care of our families, looking for relationships, that routine, we don't really make a lot of yeah. time for ourselves. All those routines keep us in this kind of this machine pattern. So we forget to focus mm-hmm. on the intentions that we right. want, and then we end up just doing the work. You know, whatever you focus on is what you are. So, you know, you're working nine to five, you're, right. you're doing that. You manifest that. You manifest that paycheck every two weeks. So that's why that's where most of your energy goes. By the time you get off work, 
when do you really have time to dedicate after you take maybe feed yourself, get a couple hours to watch your favorite show and take care of the children? Do you really get to focus your mind on the intention that you have? So doing candle work really reminds you, outside of the energy it brings into your space, it reminds you of, hey, I put this together to focus on this intention. And concentration is what helps us to rapidly manifest. So when you say focus, that instantly mm-hmm. makes me think of concentration. And law of attraction yeah. is key with concentration because that helps us to rapidly bring the energy to where it is that we're trying to bring that physical thing into reality, whatever it is we want for ourselves. Concentration is key. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Back. <laughs> I do you know. agree. So, okay, okay. So let me, let me, let me ask you, because this is something – been trying to figure out for a while, Mr. King Lotus. <laughs> okay, okay. What you got for me? <laughs> okay, so do you know about the spark? The spark, you know, the spark. You know, what the spark is the spark. Uh, the spark. Yeah, so you gotta elaborate. <laughs> so, okay, it was the power of concentration. It was saying how when you concentrate your thoughts on a person and a certain action. The energy that you that you create for that person can be felt upon touching that person. So I don't know. I've always I've felt it twice. Ah. Um, this <laughs> feeling, with this energy, this so first like, oh my god, <laughs> what is going on? So I felt that twice in my life, and 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 I I um, it said it was just a concentrated thought that the one person has to have. So I'm wondering, like, is it possible for, like, one person to fill a spark and the other person to not fill a spark? And even and, and number two is I kind of felt like it was more than just, like, a thought. I feel like of just the one person, it has to be both persons and both people's intent. You know, both person, people's will right. and and thought and I, I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I've been wondering this for a while, so maybe you can help me out with this, <laughs> this thought. Well, <laughs> it's because the more people who experience these things, the more, the more people are able to like really confirm these things. So really, this is just a lot of experimentation. And honestly, it's it's right. really for no lack of the the lack of tangibleness to. The proof is really just because people don't take the time to do it, but we're really a lot more connected than we give credit to. And when we focus on someone, there is a connection. And that spark that you're talking about really makes me think a lot of effort bonds or our effort cords. You know, when we start to feel feelings, when we come into contact with somebody, we start to feel feelings for that person, whatever those degree of those feelings are. Um, when that person starts to share those feelings back, whether we become intimate, especially if we become physically intimate, the the, the mm-hmm. energy bonds become thicker between those people. So, you know, a lot of times, like, if a person doesn't feel the same way as you, you know, that's why people, like, will come to me or they'll come to, like, a love guru who can see about strengthening those effort bonds, you know, through group work or honey jars and things of that nature to see if they can sweeten or change a person's intention to strengthen those bonds towards that person when it feels that the energy is one-sided. Um, sometimes when the energy mm-hmm. between two people is strong enough, that's why it almost feels as if the people have telepathy because they're picking up and interpreting right. each other's energy. Yeah. Just, you know, 
So, yeah, there's a lot of truth to what you're saying, you know, and, it, and the strength of those bonds also increases the sensitivity between those people. Like, we're all connected. So those connections are going to be even more possible when we open up. We open up with people who activate our emotions, who allow us to feel a safe place for our emotions. Right, and our emotions right. are where our sensitive gifts are. So that's just how that goes, you know. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm not just crazy because I ask people all the time, they're like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, uh, I don't know what she's talking about, girl. <laughs> like, I felt it. I swear to God, I felt it. <laughs> I ain't trippy, y'all. <laughs> okay. All right. Nice. Nice. Does anybody have any, uh, any other thoughts or comments they want to make before I get into this next song? Uh, I was thinking song? I have, uh, well, when you thinking about, like, Okay, like say, how can like if you want to re- like okay, since you mentioned the relationships, how can one energy mm-hmm. like say if one person is thinking positive but the other person is not, how do you mm-hmm. think like how would that affect the energy in that relationship if especially if they're supposed to be married or like a, if they're in a real close relationship? Nice. Uh, that sounds a lot like um, that's a great example of co-creating in the world because, you know, when we think of law of attraction, we kind of place ourselves at the center of the universe. You know what I mean? And you really have to think, like, it makes me think of how, like, um, like when we're kids and we're, uh, we watch those war movies and, you know, the Americans are praying to God and the Koreans are praying to God, well, who, whose prayers are being answered there, you know? So it's kind of right. like... Right. That's, I, I think it's a very similar example, you know, when, when like, like you said, with the relationship um, or just any situation where there's a strong energy where someone's trying to manifest. But in this instance, what if somebody has a different intention than somebody else or my intention manifesting may, in essence, take away from your sense of happiness or ability to have the full extent of what you're trying to manifest? Um, I think a great example of that is uh, a lot of times one of my hobbies is playing poker, and one of the best one of the best hands in poker is aces. Well, it is the best hand in poker. Mm-hmm. So before anybody gets their cards, there's let's say five people at the table. You would imagine that everybody's trying to manifest the best hand, which is aces. So I'm focusing on aces before I get right. my two cards. They're focusing on aces. He's focusing on aces. You know, so who gets the aces? You know, there's only four aces in the deck. So at right. that point, right. it's really just That's a matter right. of chance and who has the strongest intent. So with that being said, as far as the relationship, whoever intent is the strongest is the one that's really winning out. Whoever desires the strongest is the one that wins out. So now when you have two, when two people's intents are working together, you know, that's that way you have a contract, you have a pact. So if me and my mate um, both agree that we're going to manifest this household, then that's going to rapidly manifest quickly because we both agree on the same intent that we're manifesting. But now let's say if one of us wants to get married and the other one of us still wants to kind of move, you know, sweep around or whore around, then we're both manifesting two different realities. So now we're clashing. So now our spirits are having arguments, all that stuff. So either Mm -hmm. one of those intents is going to win out or we're both just going to come to a head and nobody's going to get anything done. So really I believe it comes down to that, whose intent is the strongest. And that's who the universe really satisfies within the space, you know. Yeah. True, true. That's why I and I, 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 I'm a reader. I won't lie, but that's why I suggested that book, James, um, and trying to, you know, do some of those things that 
that it's just like make a mission statement for yourself. Have your wife make a mission statement. Make make a mission statement for the whole family. My kids have their own mission statement. We have a family mission statement. Everybody knows what they're working on, what they're trying to get. So I, I think a, a big problem with just people as a whole is that we don't communicate. We don't know how to communicate with each other. We're scared to be vulnerable because, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you're taught that, especially especially men, you're not supposed to be vulnerable. You're not supposed <laughs> to show those emotions. You're not yeah. supposed to be that guy. So, <laughs> you know, you, oh. you're not that guy. So true, true. I, I think that's, that's a big problem is, is people just, they're afraid to communicate and just be real and just, Say what the fuck it is. <laughs> Authenticity, mm. yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Mm-hmm. Facts on facts. Yeah, Everybody cool. should go have a conversation <laughs> with someone they love today, including myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're gonna play. <laughs> we're gonna play this song. Um, if I can find it, I thought I loaded it. It's the song we've played before. Um, it's called Perfect Order. It's by Mr. Kyo Mike Barrett, uh, hailing out of Detroit. Nice. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm.
All right. Well, yeah, that was uh, Perfect Order by Mr. K.Y.R. I love that show. I do. I really do. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, let's go on. What's that noise? What'd you say? Uh, uh, What's about that noise? Yeah. Grinder. That's the grinder, my <laughs> Grind yeah, I already did. <laughs> oh, shit, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. So, um, do we have everybody on the line? Hey, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all that she's on the. All right, all right, cool, cool. So, let me ask you this, James has. For you so far, has learning the law of attraction at all changed your thought process and the way that you think and kind of, you know, your perspective on everything? Yes. I mean, I since I've understood, since I understand what it is, I have been, like, I have been consciously, I haven't mastered it yet because, again, this is something that I've just started really, like, I just really heard mm-hmm. about it maybe the last two years. And I and I just mm-hmm. really started practicing it for real the last year or so, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I've been practicing, and I, and I still have moments where I slip up in my cat myself, and I say no. I am, yeah. You know, where I have to – I say it initially, <laughs> and I'd be like, nope, I am going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, mm-hmm. so, I, you know, but, but right, yeah, right. It, definitely, it definitely has changed me, and it's still growing, and I believe I believe that it's working. I believe it is working because, mm-hmm. like, things and things that I'm doing is, you know, is starting to go. I mean, I think it is. I think it's working. Right. It's like I, I, right. I believe that it's going to work. I believe that everything that I want is going to happen, and I'm going to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Part. And, and yeah, and the biggest thing for me was just having that feelings part put in there, just not just thinking that this is what's going to happen, not just knowing, but feeling that way, like already living your life as if this is what's about to happen. You know, um, there were stories of, you know, a woman who wanted to get married. And and so she started living her life as if she had already had a husband. She cleared out one side of her closet, started sleeping on only one side of the bed. And then eventually, you know, maybe a year, two years later, she found a husband. So, um, and I have a friend, she's been in a bad situation and she needed to get out and, you know, I ain't had no money. She doesn't have any money. Um, so she, um, I started a Facebook fundraiser and I just told her, like, just start packing your stuff. Start telling yourself, this is what's about to happen. And this is what's going to happen. 48 hours. We had every single last dime we needed to get her the fuck out of there. <laughs> and you know, have her start a fresh start somewhere else. So, yeah, you definitely have to just tell yourself, you know, feel it in your bones. I guess, I guess the thought, I guess the the phrase fake it till you make it kind of, you know, correlates. It's got to, yeah, it's got to, yeah, it's got to, yeah, at first, I was like, fake it till you make it, man, hell no, nah. but then it was like, but once you try to learn law of attraction, right. it was like, damn, so maybe mm-hmm. that got to, I get it, like, we would just took it, we just took it right. out of context, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, right, out of right. context. 
You were just thinking fake, mm-hmm. like, you know, no, nah, I ain't about to be fake. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, that's I ain't on no fake shit now. Yeah, I think they did a disservice with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So it was mm-hmm. like, oh, man, it took a, yo. So are, does anyone, Lotus, James, I'll go, but do you guys have, can you give an example of a significant change or any significant changes that you've noticed that have happened in your life and that are happening since, you know, kind of living your life this way? Um, one of the, I'll say this. One of the biggest things that I noticed in my life since I really became more aware of like the law of attraction taking place in my life was the what energy that I use or just well one karma like you know like that we've been showing it's like sometimes you know when you come back from a cycle where you recover from just something that hits and brings you back to your low point um, we'll end up in situations where we can take advantage of something or do something where we won't readily get any particular consequences or something, you know, and in short, nobody's going to find out if I do this, take this thing or do this thing, only I will know and only I will benefit from it. But what you start to notice when you become more sensitive to karma and just manifesting a good energy in your life is even those things that you can't get caught on, you a lot of times end up being so sensitive to it that you don't even want to deal with the karmic repercussions of the energy, even if there's no physical repercussions for the energy, because we never get to dictate right. how things kind of come back to us. So like, it's like once you get right. this like, momentum going, then you kind of want to keep that same good energy momentum going. So we start to see that we're really, again, the biggest uh, hinders to our own uh, karma and law of attraction and bringing the things that we want into our lives. I, I found that, like, after I got back up and I found that my own energy could liberate me from just all the shit that was going on that was blocking me from getting the things I wanted in my life, I was like, I'm not I'm not giving that up. I'm not going back. I don't want to go through, you know, I don't want to space my ancestors on the, on the, I told you so, you know what I'm saying? Um, right, right. I think that that's, that's just the huge thing there is you got to be able to live with the energy that you're using to draw to yourself. If you're putting out that that taking, take, take, take energy, you may be getting the things that you want, but when it comes time at some point, it may not be now, it may not be, you know, right. a week, a month, a year from now, but it's going to come back. That's but just it's nature. It has you. nothing to do. Yeah. You know, you got if you can live, I feel that if you can live with the decisions that you make, then everything about law of attraction is working beautifully for you. It's just that sometimes we say that we think that we can, but we can't. We're not really ready for how it comes back, and we got to give space on it, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Yeah. And it seems like the longer it takes to come back, the harder it hits you. Like, if you get away, mm-hmm. if, you do, if you do something good for a yeah. long time, when that shit hits you, it, that shit smack the shit out of you. You be so fucked up, like, what? damn. I swear to God, the last couple of years of my life, I have been getting back every single last bit of bad karma I put yeah. out there because yeah. everything that could go wrong did go wrong. <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> but, you know, now that I've been kind of back into it and just 
realizing it and just again Nicole made that point of, of those people and those vampires those, man those energy vampires are real I, and I went from Detroit to Texas and just being away from the people that I had constant contact with whether I wanted to or not because they would like just force themselves there you know um, but just being away, I've I've had a new a new peace that I never know <laughs> before. Um, I used to just break down anytime anything bad happened, and now I'm just like shit. Fuck it, whatever shit happens, it is what it is. Let's let's keep moving. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So right, energy, you gotta, uh... you gotta learn. The energies of the people that are around you, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. That is probably one of our biggest hinders is the circle of people that we keep around us because, again, you know, like when you're manifesting, who who you got in your foot, who's around you, like what friends and family are around you, what what people are around you, are they sharing the same energy as you? You know, so many times, like how many times do you come up with a really great idea that, isn't any isn't any more than just a thought. You know, that needs time to see and grow. And then imagine what negativity does to a new idea that hasn't had a chance to plant itself and to really form into something that can stand on its own. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was, you reminded me like how you said you went to Detroit and then Texas. I, I remember when I was coming up with my company, it's, it's a floating loaded now, but before it, it had like several other names. And I remember mm-hmm. when, I shared the idea in its, in its infancy with just friends that I'm not associated with now. Um, how it's like, okay, well, it's just an idea right now. And it's like, you're like, oh, it's not going to work. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. And people are telling you all the reasons why it's not going to work. Yeah. Well, that's just a seed. You know, a seed that yeah. you pull out the ground before it has a chance to grow, it's going to die out. But now try to knock yeah. it, you know, like let that thing grow, give it time, don't tell anybody give it a chance to not be knocked down by negativity and being surrounded by people who are negative and secretly don't want you to succeed. That shows you the power of that energy. You have to give your ideas when you're trying to manifest, when you're doing a lot of attraction, protection of your infantile ideas is key. You have to protect your yes. law of attraction ideas from negativity, yes. negative people. People yeah. who you need. Sometimes you That's have to true. disassociate from people in your circle you know who are what? negative and because they're going to kill your dreams. Perspective <laughs> on that because someone tells me all the time, like, and so many, like, they don't say it like this, but I just take it as shut the fuck up and just do it. <laughs> you know, pretty much what they tell me all the time. And you put that in a, I'm just thinking, like, maybe they're trying to say I talk too much, but that puts it in a whole new perspective. Like, maybe right. that's why they want me to just shut the fuck up. And do it right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's real talk. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mathematics, yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're trying to set ourselves up to succeed, you know. Right, right. Sure. Exactly. In every facet of life. Everywhere. So, I believe in affirmations. Um, yeah, you gotta start doing those affirmations and telling yourself who you are and what you will have, and start living your life like it, feeling like it's already yours. And uh, that way, it shall be. 
And you, and you know what? And then I gotta I, I gotta say this too. You know what else helped me with the law of attraction? Is listening to Listen. like listening to this nigga Nipsey Hussle. Cause, Cause a lot of the shit he talked yeah. about his music, it was like, it was like, it was like, especially me being a, uh, especially me being a rapper and loving rap, hearing mm-hmm. him, hearing him vocalize it in that way, you know what I'm saying? It, it was like it brought shit, it brought shit clear, and then I, and then it made me start, it made me start really listening, looking at shit, and like, man, you like, like you know what? I was listening to this song the other day. He said. Ain't no force in this world like the focus dry, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, dude, that that law of attraction, man. So I remember listening to Eric Thomas and Eric Thomas saying that shit. He was like, nigga, even when I was homeless, I knew I was gonna be flying on the jet. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, right. you, gotta right. you have to feel that shit in your bones. Like you have to, you have yeah. to know that shit yeah. there, like already. And and just like, and it's like once you start. And, and and what I'm learning is once once you put it in your thoughts, it, it becomes in your actions, and the universe has no choice. Yeah, the universe is going to yeah. make it happen. It's not worth it. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is what we doing? It's the not worth This is what we doing, dog? Okay, let's yeah. get it cracking. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and you know what else is so like, important, though? I think that's so important is as we learn these things in our 30s and 40s and however old everybody is, as we start learning these things now, you have kids, right? Nieces, nephews. <laughs> Teach them this shit now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. For real. Yeah. I dance up be speaking it to my kids. I dance up speaking to mine all the time. Like, yo, you got to say this shit in your head. Like, you got to believe it. You got to believe your, yeah, hell yeah. Right. You, know you got to know. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. My five-year-old don't wake up and exercise every morning for nothing because he knows he's strong, and he's going to be strong, okay? You can't tell him he not. You can't tell him he's not strong. He wake up he every morning he, and exercise. Every morning and exercise. Your five-year-old wake up every morning and exercise? Every morning and exercises. We have what we call Black Pride Parades, and it doesn't matter where we are. It does not matter where we are. This little boy will start yelling, I'm black and I'm proud. I'm black and I'm proud. Can you keep the black man down? No. Can you keep the white man down? Yes. Like, it doesn't matter where we are. He just, he'll just start, just start going. <laughs> so, get your fucking kids now, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Five, five years old. So my three-year-old knows the full out, uh, address, alphabet, counting, adding, writing. Like, it starts with us, and it's up to us to teach our kids. How are we going to see a better generation if we don't teach these motherfuckers something other than Hell what yeah. they see on the TV and hear in their music? Yeah. Yep. No, let's start with let's, let's, let's set the image. Change the narrative. Change the narrative. Yup. Change the narrative, baby. I think I'm going to post that. I like that. Good idea. I'm going to say change the narrative. That's all I'm going to say. Change the narrative. 
Those are the bars right there. Yeah, simple. Common sense ain't so common, but hey, I have hope. I see little things every day that make me say maybe maybe the generation coming up after us isn't so bad after all. You know? Yeah. We gonna I mean, get there. Uh, I think the one thing about this generation is they're I, I wanna see how I wanna see how their sense of how their sense of entitlement affects when every when everybody is grown. You know what I'm saying? When all mm-hmm. these fifteen year olds or thirty year olds are thirty, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they got like how are they conducting business? That's what I want to see. That's what I, right. you know, what I'm saying. I, I'm like, because because it seems like everybody, all these kids feel like it's theirs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's mine, and I should have it. So, you know, so I'm like, if everybody yeah, feels like that, I wonder how that's gonna yeah. affect business. Yeah. If everybody feel feels you. like it's theirs, and they but, should have it. Yeah, and that's the thing, not. Oh, oh, it's a beautiful starry night tonight. But not, um, yeah, not everybody, not everybody feels that way as far as the the younger generation goes. We just have to kind of, you know, hope when and if they get those higher positions and positions of power, they don't abuse them. You know, got plenty of plenty of examples of how. Absolute power can freaking corrupt. (laughs) Absolutely true. Not just to say. (laughs) And what's what's crazy is a lot of those things. Like that's what that's one thing that I've learned in life is that a lot of those cliches are said because they're really true. You know what I'm saying? Like especially like when I started thinking about this like thinking about the law of attraction, I can't even think of it right now, but I know it's a whole bunch of those little saying. I know as a man thinketh is is he I can't you know, he shall be what you saying, you reap what you sow. Um Mm -hmm. all those all those things are saying what you it's like what you put out, you get in. You know what I'm saying? And that's all all of that all of that is law of attraction. You know what I'm saying? All of that is law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's so crazy yeah. that once you realize yeah. that we have that power in our own mind, like like we have the power in our you mind. Know what? And that's that's why that's why and that's why I never get mad when people do me wrong. I don't get mad. I don't get upset. It's just like whatever, it is what it is because I know that at some point you're going to think you have a friend, and they're going to do you worse than you did me. You're going to think you're in love, and they're going to hurt you worse than you hurt me. So I ain't got to worry about it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Karma's going to take care of it. The universe going to take right. care of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's coming got you. back, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's all I do. <laughs> I, I try not to sweat it. The universe got me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. So, man, oh, it's beautiful outside tonight. I wish y'all could see the sky right now. It's like a million little stars. Is it? I don't know if you can hear the train. Yeah. 
I'm definitely in this. I don't see no stars uh-huh. outside. I see a couple. I see no. one. <laughs> uh, it's gorgeous. I love it here. It's awesome. The weather. Well, it's not cloudy anyway. But um, so yeah, so um, Mr. King Lotus, and I'm trying to stop saying Mr. I don't know, it's weird though. Um, <laughs> That's but cool. Do, do you want to tell us a little bit more? I don't know if you really did, but do you want to tell us a little bit more about your business that you have and, and exactly what you do with your business? Oh uh, yeah, um, it's. <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's actually changed a lot from the iteration from when it first came into, you know, development. Just like I said, you know, you're really speaking on law of attraction. Um, you, you have to allow a space for, well, one, things to change, you know, because the vision that you have and what your ancestors in the universe may have a story, it's nice when those things coincide, but it's not always yeah. Uh, it's not, no one's ever said that, that was guaranteed, you know, but <laughs> I will say mm-hmm. this, that at its base, um, it's all about wholeness, you know, uh, the Flooding Lotus is, is designed to bring awareness to your wholeness, your holistic health, and I feel that this need comes from our society, how we focus so much on just the physical, we focus so much on, you know, oh, are you sick? Hey, take this medication. Yeah. Are you sick? Are you physically well? Um, oh, if you're financially sound, oh, then you're healthy. And how many times is that right. the first thing from the truth? How many times do you have that family mm-hmm. member that may have that job, that may be sound in that regard, have a house and everything, but they may be emotionally and spiritually bankrupt because of things they haven't let go of and just kind of repeating the same thing, right. mentally ill. But, you know, mm-hmm. because we say that only the physical matters, that's the thing that we focus on. And I I started the Floating Lotus out of the need to bring more awareness back to our emotional and spiritual health, you know. And there's a lot of places that really don't honor that. You know, like you can, you know, you a lot of times you can ask somebody how they're doing, and they might tell you that everything is just fine. They're not going to talk about some emotional experience or some dream that they had that's really giving them terror and things like that. They don't even feel that that's a thing that needs to be honored. So this is about, you know, I look at, you know, like community. Um, I look at how when we don't have access to certain things, you know, you have to be around an energy in order to really know what the energy is like. So when you're in places, you know, like uh, in urban areas or just places where they're kind of spiritually bankrupt, like, you know, here in Detroit, there's not a ton of holistic places or there's just a strong need to find these things, whereas you can sometimes go to other places in the state. And, you know, they got a big community of uh, of this different spiritual holistic practices. You don't really have to search and know somebody. So, it kind of means that there's a lot of lacking, there's a lot lacking in harmony for people's hearts. There's a lot of fear and doubt. There's a lot of absentee parents. And when you have absentee parents, absentee fathers, that also reflects on how people look for the fathers and mothers in their dating relationships. People don't have that trust and honesty. People aren't tapping into their spiritual power. They only focus on their physical. So mm-hmm. I aid people with um, tapping into their own divine gifts of empowerment. So, I mean, what does that mean? You know, I deal with uh, sound therapy. Uh, people get tarot readings. Um, I, deal, I deal with the, the importance of tantric 
um, philosophy with Tantra is just dealing with how sexual or sensual energy, the body and the mind, and how they overlap. When your body and everything in your spirit parallels with something in your body. If you got something going on where you got a bunch of fear and doubt, you feel you're gonna lose your house, you're around a bunch of negative people, then you're probably gonna have lower back pain. You know, there's a parallel between that. You know, I help people to understand the importance of massage therapy and how that helps right. with your spiritual health and how being body loving yourself. How are you supposed to receive this law of attraction if you don't even love your physical? You know, we go to church and we're told right. that your body is a, a sin. Right. You're a sin. So you're constantly right. telling your and body you know what? that and that's you what, are a yes, sin. Yes, you know? yes, and that's what I tell people all the time. It goes far beyond the mind. You got to get your mind. You got to get your body. You got to get your soul. All that shit. Gotta, you got to be okay with everything yes. about you. Every single last little fucking detail. But look, we have a, you know um, <laughs> we, have a pa- we have a pastor on the line who wants to make a comment. He says, I think he said something about money. If he's not, somebody, not, I don't know, something about he has to make a comment if he's on the radio, airplay, whatever. So this is Pastor Don Jr. And um, yes, Mr. Don, Pastor. Go ahead and, and make your make your comment, please. Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is Pastor Don Jr., CEO of the Entertainment Worldwide. I broadcast those out to 3 million households globally. 25 AM and FM radio marks domestic. Commissioner of 300 elite winning team numbers. I can't hear because I've been on over 4,500 for president in 2024. Uh, Sister Ivor. Uh, she's coming with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming in here to assimilate and take everything. Uh, uh, me on the Matrix, y'all speak. All y'all talking about is change, and that's why I couldn't be on mute. I was listening online. I had to be recorded to be rewarded. People talk about G time and never been in the book of life, and most pastors put more into the building than they do the spirits and keep them building up. So when you're talking about the whole church situation, I totally understand what you're at. 100%. Mm. I'm in the building. I can't even kick over the tables, flip over that shit, and make sure niggas know I'm here. All right. Niggas know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's a gangster pastor. Oh, wow. I can't believe it. Oh, shit. This is real. But the, the whole thing is uh, we we. We shit, man. It ain't it ain't what we 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 can't turn another cheek. I'm tired of turning another cheek because I can get smacked on the side of the face. Can't do it no more. You sound like that one dude. You sound like that one dude. What's your name? I seen on TV. Sadar Dio. That's my name. Yeah. Ooh 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 ooh. Who I sound like? I think I seen you. You got some videos out. I think I seen you before. Hold on. Let me. What's your name again, bro? Pastor Dodger CEO. No, no. I've been doing this since 1999. Uh, I was three months carried into a radio station. I'm 41 now. Uh, I, I, I helped okay. Barack Obama get elected. I helped Tito Jackson get a, a billboard oh, charge success. I'm booking shows. Do you wear glasses? Around. You got glasses? 
<laughs> oh, man. Well, no, I'm always shaded up, though. No, I don't wear glasses. I, I, I do have shades. I like my shades. <laughs> he uh, said, wrong dude. I'm like, because I'm trying to see, because I saw this, because no, because no, because no, because no, but no, because no, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I ain't bullshitting. I saw a video in the pastor. Like, he, he basically he said, he said, uh, what did you say? Uh, that, what did you just say? Mm-hmm. Like, that one thing you just said, uh, something about, you, he, he was cussing, and I was like, oh, shit. But you were taking no, real, I, Okay, sometimes you got to use those, those colorful you know? metaphors to let people know what it is. And when you come into a, a, a situation when you talk about the Word of God, but the people that you're talking about, they're not actually walking in the Word of God. They they, they deliver a message on Sunday, but they're not doing it the other mm-hmm. few days of week. Right. I arrive with my people. Yeah, but, no, but, I don't know my people, man. Motherfucker called me right now and said, I need a dove to get some weed. I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, hey, that's what you need. Here you go. Oh. I'm not into <laughs> going against God's will. I'm into making God's will, will, real. Does that make but sense? Is God's will your will or whose who's will is God's will? Well, no, God sends everybody. And see, that that's why I'm so glad. That's a powerful question. Here it is like this, okay? We live in an age of society. We digest information at 280 characters every 15 seconds. That's as fast as it comes. We get text messages to our grandma, and we don't say Merry Christmas. We send a, a, a Christmas tree, a turkey, and a, um, and a thumbs up, like, hey, <laughs> I told you Merry Christmas. And it don't work like that. You know, I'm an old nigga. And we don't love each other like we used to, so... What I'm saying to y'all, and y'all got this platform, man, the voice over IP is a trillion, I'm sorry, um, seven to eight trillion dollars a year industry. And it's going to be the biggest thing since sliced bread. That's why people are not typing no more. That's why when you see a nigga with a keyboard and you're like, whoa, whoa, you're typing? Oh, what's going on? People don't have laptops right, anymore. Right. Back in the day, you had to go to the computer. Now we run around with $20,000 computers, and we ain't, we ain't using this no information. We're using the ass, but we're not using it to get paid. But you know what? We we, mm-hmm. had, a, we had a show on this, People, Politics, and Sex. Uh, <laughs> but we had a show on this. People, people have, they have the information. They can Google. You know, they can, they can find it. They choose well, not Google is to. not good These are people, it, it, you know, right, It's right. no endorsement. Is that, is that what, Everything is up endorsement. Now, okay, was, I'm on your radio show right now. And that right was now. another point. That was another point we made. And James gave us a perfect, perfect example when he said he would Google something and just take the first hit until he realized that first hit is an ad. You can't go off the yeah. first thing you see. You really have to research and dig and and look into mm-hmm. some shit. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Well, you know, go hey, what's your name again, Pastor? I'm sorry. Pastor Don Junior CEO. You gotta say Don Junior CEO. If you look up Pastor Don, it's gonna be a white man to come up the floor. I'm not awesome. <laughs> I got some white in me. I'm like 2%. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Well, you know, you, you was asking me a question, OG. I'm listening, homie. I'm right here. Was uh, someone no, asking uh, him a question? No, I was trying to see if it was this dude I saw on the other day. On, on, I, I just saw the other day. It was just, I can't, like, yeah, like, I'm trying to see if this was this dude. Because if you him, the same dude I just saw, 
I'm like, man, it's crazy that you called the show, and I'm like, that's that's. <laughs> if you who I think you are, if you who I think you are, and I've seen you on YouTube or something, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this nigga crazy, yo. I fucked with, I fucked with what you were saying, but it was that video I saw was funny as shit. Well, no, it's all good, man. I do outlandish shit, man. I, I got 300 winning team members. Mm-hmm. They all on different globes, shit. And every now and then, I, I just do a live video and say, fuck, bitch, shit, piss, hurt, everybody. Fuck all y'all. And then that shit get. All right. But when I say, we about to change the world. We need your help. We need you to yes. get better. We need you to be a better man. Ain't nobody listening to that shit. Right. You know what? You know what? I posted that the other day. Somebody posted a man. And it says sometimes men need. It says sometimes men need to know they're enough too. And I'm like, fuck the sometimes, all the time. Y'all need to know y'all enough too, especially the black men. People don't realize y'all got the. I'm sorry about the morning little rant, but y'all got the biggest motherfucking target on y'all back, and we supposed to be your 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 healer. No, 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 you're a liar. You're a liar, and I'm calling it out right now. You are a liar. What? Women, black women got right. twice as hard. Black women got twice as hard, and they we bring do. spirits in. We can't bring no babies into this world. But as a black man, we can make yeah. a lot of babies, and we can't bring them in. Very true. So at very the end true. of the day, I'm, I'm sorry, very, very I got to give you a props. At the end of the day, the black woman is the hardest charge on, on this fucking I feel mind. you. But when you got, when you have one, when you got one that's there and supposed to do what they're supposed to do, you you don't all that other bullshit should be white noise. I don't I don't care. I don't care. I understand where you're coming from though. I feel you. I can't wait well, for no, I, I got something for so, you. Let me let me read it to you. This is important. No, this is really important. Now, everybody on the sound of my voice, three million listeners on the globe, the people that's gonna listen to this, it's whether it's May twenty nineteen or May forty fifty. At the end of the day, y'all need this right here. Here we go. This is the day, my day. I will control of it what I can and release of that what I can't. I will be confident in my words and in myself. Resilience will trump rejection. Favor will overcome frustration. For every yes, I have secured a victory. For every yes, I have secured a victory. For every yes, I have secured a victory. For every no, I plan to see. Every contact is a new opportunity, a new challenge, a moment of truth. I'm important. I make a difference. I'm blessed from above, inspired by those around me. I'm powerful. I'm loved. Each humble moment, I am thankful. I have become stronger. I have become stronger. But I have become stronger. Today is my day. This is my calling. The voice of and for many, the unborn, the hungry. I'm an ambassador for humanity, created by the Almighty, favored for all. I say for God. Anybody on the sound of my voice? If that if that is resonating in your spirit, then you're where you're supposed to be. If they don't, get the fuck away. And that's it. I'm only doing what they need to be. I want to tell you to say it again. I want to tell you to say it again. This is my day. Today, this is the day, my day. I will control of the what I can and release of that what I can't. I'll be confident mm. in my words and in myself. Resilience will trump rejection. Favor will overcome frustration. For every mm. yes, I've secured a victory. For every yes, I've secured a victory. For every yes, I've secured a victory. For every no, I plan to see. 
Every contact is a new opportunity, a new challenge, a moment of truth. I'm important. I make a difference. I'm blessed from above, inspired by those around me. I'm powerful. I'm loved. Each some of the moment. I'm thankful for I have become stronger. For I have become stronger. For I have become stronger. This is today is my day. This is my call. I'm the voice of and for many, the unborn, the hungry. I'm an ambassador for humanity, created by the Almighty Faith before I shall be born. And I forgot to say one thing. When I read that, I say, I, you put yourself in that situation. As a pastor, I can only make eye contact with the person in front of me, but the thousands of people that hear this. So your life is a testimony. As I read that, y'all going to run it back. This is good. This is good. Man, y'all niggas need to get out of the chat room. The calling number is 516-531-9. Six zero nine. Get on the phone. Get recorded. You cannot be rewarded in the book of life if you're not recorded. Period. Please uh-huh. don't know nobody that never ever said, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not riding with you." Okay, but but you gotta you gotta get in that that reward situation. And a lot of times we can't take a blessing because we not don't want you. People come blessings and we're not trying to get paid. And I'm about my motherfucking money. Period. Point blank. Everything costs. Period. Period. Point blank. Everything comes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. Make money. Don't Thank forget God. Dollar, dollar bill. Yeah. 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 All right. So, before we end the show, um, we have like 11 minutes, 40 seconds left. Thank you, Pastor Don Jr., CEO. Pastor Don, real dude. I fucks with you. I just followed yeah, you on so IG. Yeah, I got a question for him. We might might be able to chop it up about some things. <laughs> got a question. Um, but yeah, so did you want to do we have time in this eleven minutes to for you to do a quick reading, Mr. Lotus? Just to kinda Oh, uh Sure, why people? not? Yeah, you like a little bit? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, super quick. All right, how do we know you guys want to demonstrate that? So, well, um, generally, with, with readings, you know, a lot of times people will ask me questions like, how does, how does tarot work? Um, it's all about energy. It's all about interpreting energy. So, what happens when we um, do a tarot reading, it's a connection between me as a reader and you as a parent. Uh, usually if you mm-hmm. ask the question, it's really just what's your, you know, law of attraction, what you're speaking out in the energy that you want interpreted, you know, you might want to know, does this person love me or are they being truthful to me or why am I just running into resistance within me um, getting this promotion, things like that. Now, granted, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't ask the question, then it's, your spirit is just going to pull whatever is priority in your heart. So I can just do a okay. general reading, and um, you have, would you like me to do one on you? <laughs> you know, because you brought it up. Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? Oh, God, okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I definitely, I respect the, uh, I respect the, uh, the information that comes up and what spirit wants to be revealed. Um, I find that the more open the connection between me and the quarant is, the more uh, sync up the connection between our two spirits are. And that way, what's revealed in the card is what's on the subconscious. So anytime 
anytime the cards come up, that's what your subconscious is really speaking to you about the situation. Now, for many of you that may have not have had a tarot reading before, it's a very old practice. I mean, it's it's before we started even using tarot cards. Many times, people will even use um, reading cards or playing cards. Like you know, those cards have meaning too. And you know, if you know numerology, people just use the numbers of the cards yeah. to reflect the meaning. The questions that they have. So uh-huh. that's a very powerful okay. practice, you know. Yeah. Um, I do believe. So I, that's why I moved into the house. I moved in because I kept seeing the sequence of numbers, and then my address was that exact sequence of numbers. So I nice. <laughs> wow. You've been and you've been moving with your divine calling, and it almost just seems that everything just syncs up. It's synchronicity, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are you? Is this? Have you? How many readings would you say that you've had? Would you count on, on you know, one Zero. hand or is it like? <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice! It's very powerful. So there's definitely a vibrant energy. Um, there's a vibrant energy. There's a lot of excitement. You know, your spirit. And usually, when we haven't had a reading, your spirit usually has a lot to say. You know, if you're getting like regular readings, then it's kind of like okay. You know, like we we met up last week, but. You know, like when we haven't had one, it's like, you know, I've been waiting for an outlet to get out, you know. Sometimes they try mm-hmm. to come through our dreams. You know, Tara is just another yeah. medium of our dreams, crystal balls. I'm uh, trying to learn to interpret my dreams mm-hmm. more and, and learn what they mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just making that, that sensitivity, that connection. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So I'm picking up, um, in this particular one, I did uh, five cards. I'm going to tell you the cards I have coming up. And then the feelings that are just invoked from this. So this will be the, okay. the connection with you. So what do we have here? This is telling a very interesting story. You made a lot of transitions here. So we have the Nine of Cups, King of Swords, Seven of Cups. And I'm going to elaborate on these. The Hierophant and the Page of Swords. So we have here first with Nine of Cups. Like if we just want to even make this simple, nine is, is a number just before ten. So ten is like completion. It's that thing you've been working on has finally come to a completion. So when we have nine, that's right before the end. Nine is a power number, you know. It's the inverse of six. So nine is kind of like you, it being about you against the world. So nine shows that there's a lot of options available to you. Sometimes it even shows that there's an abundance or you can even make a wish because you have so many resources, a lot of people, a lot of experience. Something has made your situation possible recently. There may even be something on your mind Mm -hmm. in which you didn't think that this was going to happen, but all of a sudden you were just able to do something new. And because I see the king of swords, that's a masculine figure. There may even be a masculine figure in your life someone who has a fiery energy may even be kind of hard to uh, control sometimes, not control, but maybe very strong or convicted about how they feel about things. But that was an energy that allowed you to set some things in motion and break out of some illusions, uh, seven of cups. Um, this may even be pulling some particular experiences, but you don't necessarily have to elaborate on that. But this definitely calls to mind some experience that you've recently broken out of some illusions or been questioning certain illusions. Seven of Cups. Seven 
cups is water. Cups, when we deal with seven, we deal with accomplishments or achievements. So when it's dealing with the realm of water, we're dealing with the realm of sometimes seeing things through rose-colored glasses or looking through a veil and not quite seeing a pipe dream. But because this card is in reverse, it shows that you wanted to break out of that, trying to break a cycle. You know, it's, it's an interesting topic that you have here about law of attraction because a lot of law of attraction is the recognition that our current situation isn't what we want it to be. Sometimes we can't manifest the thing we want because we're not even simply willing to admit that we need to change something. To, in order to fix something, you first have to admit that things aren't really what you want them to be, and I want something better, you know, sometimes right. we front, you know. Right. Um, right. Seven of Cups shows that with it being reversed, that you wanted strongly to break out of something that was not the way you wanted in your life. And me seeing the Hierophant shows me how the Hierophant is structured. Think religion, think dogma, discipline, and there was a structure in your <laughs> life that you wanted to break out of because the card is in reverse. You were tired of the patterns, what people expected of you, how people saw you, and you wanted something new. You know, you felt that this is not what you wanted to do anymore. This leads into the Page of Swords. Pages are people, this represents you. The pages represent people, um, well, when we see cards with people in them, pages are going to represent someone that's still in the kind of a learning process. Um, that there's still new things, new experiences, you know. And it's not to say that it's like an immaturity thing, but, you know, through life we're always learning new things when we step into a new realm. When you decide that you're going to break out of your uh, foundations or what's holding you back, you then step away from a whole structure. So then you're stepping into something completely new that you may not be as completely familiar with. So Page of Swords is showing that you have to have new ideas if you're trying to find new ideas. You may not be comfortable in this new state, but the image shows that you have a weapon in your hand that it may be a little bit bigger than you. So that also shows that though you may not always feel ready or may not feel confident about what it is you're doing that's new, you have the tools available. So it usually means that the universe has your back. It usually means that you actually have the tools available, even if you don't mentally think that you're ready for the situation. All in all, this shows that you're stepping, you stepped into or you've been thinking about your transition after you really pulled the truth out of a situation, and now you're deciding how you want to handle it with your new vision, your new perspective, and the new alliances that you have available to you. Nice, I like that. You know what? I like that a lot. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I said it's probably true too. I especially like the nine at the beginning, right before mm-hmm. ten, because nine is divisible by three, and three is my favorite number. And I just turned thirty-three, and I feel like this is gonna be like my year of ascension. Like I'm either gonna go right. <laughs> It, it just all the way just elevate or I'm gonna go left and just just stay stuck in the endless right I'm never gonna get out of so mm-hmm. thirty three. You might be entering into a new um, yeah. life cycle which changes the way you even perceive the yeah. world around you. You're gonna make a lot of changes about what you value. Which is why I would mm-hmm. actually focus he- heavily on the hierophant being in reverse because a lot of what you believe it's not so much about what you believe. It's just a lot of the patterns and what you've been doing. You're really just going to be looking at them and deciding, you know what, I've 
I, it's time for me to adapt. I've changed. What's gotten me to this point was good for getting me to where I am now, but I need a new set of rules, a new set of patterns. You know, like we said, you got to be that thing in your mind first. So what I thought was mm-hmm. getting me here, but now what do I need to change into? What do I need to drop off? What structures do I need to change in order for me to step into my new role? So that's going to be a huge thing for that, you. In the, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very, very true. As you can see, these tarot themes really, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm a big uh, proponent of privacy, so these tarot themes really overlap a lot more when we like yeah. really delve into the shadow work, really delve into like that, like inner shadow work. I thought of just doing more of a surface kind of thing as we did here. You know what's crazy? I see the stuff you saying in the board, just in the way. Just in the way, uh, in us putting this, in us putting this show together, and doing the stuff that we be doing, like I kind of like, as far as I, I can't remember exactly which one you said, but as far as her like going into this mat, going into the mastery role, like it's like yeah, cause she's getting like and doing and doing the shit that we doing, like yo, like she's like really, yo, she yeah, yeah, I can see that so. Man, it looks like you're doing it. Sound like you're doing it, going in the right direction. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Sounds like you're going in the right direction. Yes, thank you. You guys should uh, follow and hit Mr. King Lotus up at the Floating Lotus Six on IG. He is also on Facebook as Ascended King Lotus. And um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Check uh-huh. him out. Go get a reading. See what he's all about. And I'm going to love it. <laughs> get yourself yeah, together. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. I might slide right, through. Right, Where's right. your, uh, you went to Detroit. Remember? Where you at? In Detroit. Yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. local. I, um, I do do promotions. Like, I either, I do do, I do it two ways. People either book appointments and come meet me or I come to them. A lot of times they'll group that up with like a house cleaning because sometimes people will be trying to figure out how to get their life right. And wondering why they're not seeing it clearly, but then you know when I get to their home and the, the energy is completely out of alignment in their home, and you can't heal in a place, you can't heal in a place that's toxic. And that's mentally and physically. Yeah. You know, sometimes your home is is out of alignment, and you know I might need to come in there and stay to just really get some prayers and affirmations going and get the energy right. So. A lot of times when people book me, they can either have me come to them, I do services at their house, or they can come to me. So um, if you message me, um, you can actually go through my – I'll send you a link through my um, – I work through Setmore through all my bookings. Uh, so you can, we can actually set up appointments that way um, and make sure that we can get a good spot going, connect, and get, our, get that energy alive. So definitely hit me up. We can do it locally, or I even do phone and uh, video as well. That's whatever it's convenient because we got to create that connection. And when you're comfortable, when everybody on the client is comfortable, then that connection is easier to make. It's easier to get into alignment. Right. That's that dope. That's real. Shit. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. If you want that for a reason, if you want to yeah. know more about that, definitely message me. You know, we will talk more about that. Yeah. Mm. That's what's up, bro. All right, so this has been a fun show. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking to us today and getting those thoughts out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed this. You guys have been great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. 
We'll see y'all uh, sometime next week. Look out for it. Follow us on Instagram Peace. at Awkward Menage Podcast. <laughs> Facebook at Awkward Menage Pod. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Turn it up.